When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, gloating again like always. How are you this week? Very sad for our country. We had a great country, and then we had an election stolen, and now we have a sleepy Joe destroying the world. So normally I'm very upbeat, very positive, very strong. But uh, if I was capable of sadness, I would be a little sad today over what's going on. So if you had the feelings of sadness, you would be feeling it right now. I think so. I think I would. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Possibly. Okay, that's good. Now, uh, Mr. President, I've surprised you with with many guests in the past. Most Um, of them terrible. Well, I have a special guest on tonight. Um, he's a former employee of yours, and I thought maybe uh, we can reunite you two tonight. Uh, on the show tonight, we have Anthony Scaramucci. Anthony, welcome to the show. Jay, such a pleasure to be here. Mr. President, it is good to see you again. We caught up with each other before the campaign. I told you you were going to get your ass kicked. I don't know if you remember that, but uh, it's nice to see you again. No, well, it's, you know, that's what you do. You communicate, you know, you were in communications and now you're communicating fake news saying that I, you never told, you said, sir, you're going to win so strongly. It's unbelievable. And you were wrong. And well, you were right. And then the fake news decided to make it wrong. But uh, happy you could join us. You know, you, you know, I wasn't going to have you on, but uh, we were told uh, by many people that you were begging like a dog to come on the podcast. Just (laughs) totally. Just just almost desperate, almost desperate. I was begging like a dog, you know, and and people know that you're so cheap, sir, that no one paid me to show up here. So this is a volunteer occasion for me. I don't think you paid any of your workers ever, actually. So uh, why would I be uh, in a new situation with somebody like you? Well, you know, just being around me will increase your value. It's like great real estate. Being near me is the greatest location yeah, possible. Well, I, you know, you know, there's some truth to that because one of the great joys in my life is I wake up in the morning and I have 1 million more Twitter account followers than you. And I got to tell you, sir, that gives me unbelievable joy. Okay. It's semi-orgasmic actually. Uh, well, as you know, the radical left tech people kicked me off for being too strong, but, uh, I actually have a lot more followers on Ashley Madison. Are you familiar with this site? I'm doing very well there. So, you know, who needs Twitter? 
Tell us about the site, Mr. President. What's Ashley Madison like? Oh, it's, it's a site for gentlemen, very sort of prominent, uh, kind of an exclusive place where you can meet. Is there a category for una poco pichado? Because I know that would be the category you would be in. You know, the, Does that mean? Tiny, the tiny PP category. Does that mean? So the Italians giant? say una poco pichado. You want to learn how to say it? Because I know that's your category. I know that's the slot you'd be in. Stormy told me. I was on the Bill Maher show with her. She, she told me. She told me that you've heard four words that no man can survive. Do you want to hear those four words, Jay? Let's hear them right now. Is it in yet? Is it in yet, Donald? Those are the words that you've heard many times in your life, sir. Never heard that. I've heard it's too strong. I've heard that a lot. And also what I've heard, by the way, is, you know, because I've I've seen you on other programs talking about that she said it was like a mushroom. And you miss you're misreporting. She said it was like a mushroom cloud, like like a like a nuclear bomb size. Well, all so, I know is she saved me a lot of calories because I haven't been to a Japanese restaurant since she told me your little peepee was like a shiitake mushroom. I haven't been to a Japanese restaurant in like three years. I mean, how can you have miso soup when you're thinking about your little peepee like swimming in the soup? I mean, it's absolutely uh, miso horny soup. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. How about that? Well, you know, listen, you look good, though. You look good for somebody that got your ass kicked uh, a few months back in an election. You look good for somebody who uh, survived COVID. You got yourself COVID because you're absolutely stupid, you know, and and yeah, and you ended up getting yourself the vaccine. Just answer this question, because I'm dying to know this answer. When you say stupid, Why I did... assume you mean it the way like a Latino woman in the Bronx would say you're so stupid, but they mean it like a compliment. Yeah, no, I'm, I actually mean it like stupid, like Forrest Gump sort of stupid. Like a, like but, a compliment. Yeah, but let me just answer you, because I'm dying to know. <laughs> Why would you get the vaccine? Okay, and not tell anybody. Then you try to tell people last week at the event, the press conference, but they're booing you. I mean, you you got some strange, batshit, crazy people uh, that are following you around, man. They're strong supporters. We have great respect for uh, tech stuff. What is the new thing I tried? What I know. I wanted to I wanted to ask you, um, Anthony, have you heard about ivermectin? It's a horse drug that yeah, people well, yeah, are it's taking. It's a horse dewormer. Yeah, no, that's a new thing. And uh, let me tell you, you up something. With the Russians, Trump, he teams up with the Russians to put that excuse shit me. out there. For excuse people. me. No, no, excuse Hydroxychloroquine and horse dewormer. Me. What's the what's it called again? Uh, tech stuff? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Yeah. Ivermectin. Okay. Exactly. Because we're using an above. We're using all of the above approach. And I tell you, I, got <laughs> cold, I, I dewormed I myself. I feel very strong. I feel very strong with it. You took it, Mr. President. Well, we're using an all of the above approach. So I had the vaccine, and I said, "Why? How, this can't hurt if I use this strong deworm. Well, I don't want worms." So, well, let me tell you something. I don't know what you did to the country, or maybe we, you know, you exposed. So maybe the good news about you is you exposed something really rotten going on in the country, and hopefully now we can figure out how to fix it. But I mean, you got people believe. I mean, you 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 were handing out tin foil hats with that red MAGA hat. I mean, you got people believing some serious and very strange bullshit, man. And those hats had a great markup. It's called Great Profit. Yes, yeah, no doubt. Look, you, you. I think you made more. Did you tell a true story for once? I know you always like lying, but tell a true story. Did you we are make, very honest on this podcast. Did you did you make places. more money from raising money from your rubes after the big lie where you lied about the election? Did you make more money than any other time in your life? Like more than the real estate, more than the reality. I mean, you, you booked $300 million 
in like two months off of that jackass lie of yours. I'm just wondering, is that the most amount of money? Off of the very true scandal, yes, I made a lot of money. And also, by the way, you're not even counting the uh, OnlyFans accounts I set up for my wife, Melatonin, and my beautiful daughter, Ivanka, which was also bringing in Is that great, going well? yeah, no, I'm great not wealth from our supporters. Miss Dolly Madison or Molly Madison, I'm not on those. But but I got I to gotta ask you another question because, you know, I've been dying to ask you these questions for like months. What are you doing with Rudy? I mean, you raised the 300 smack of roos. The guy is like buying, you know, you know, CVS brand hair dye dripping from the side of his face. So I'm just wondering, he's got no money left. He's dying for some help. Are you going to throw him a lifeline? I mean, he he kissed your ass better than anybody. I mean, he had his head so far up your ass, you could actually see. No, the brown like, stuff shit. going down his forehead. Was, no, you, was could, from see, my you ass. could actually see shit rings on his ankles. That his, his ass and body was so far up your, your, you know, your ass. So I'm just asking you, what are you going to do now? Are you going to give him any money to help him out or what's going on there? I were focused more on uh, my greater attorney, Sidney Powell, who's I think we, you know, we lost at the Supreme Court, which is radical left. Uh, so she's arguing my case at a food court right now. <laughs> so we're very confident that we're going to get a great decision from the Taco Bell person, even though they're, you know, they're Mexican, so they're not pro me, but they, they're going to be fair. And, uh, you know, Rudy... Rudy's Rudy. He tried, he failed, and we're not going to pay him because we like good service. But Sidney Powell is doing a great job. So we're very so you're happy. Giving, so you're giving Sidney Powell some dough? Uh, no. She's looks no. Like she, she looks like she's had at least three nervous breakdowns uh, since uh, she got sued for the billion dollars from Dominion. Yeah, no, well, she's the other place, whatever it was. Right now, what's what's helping me out is is uh, Mike Lindell is actually paying her from his pillow profits. Yeah. So that's sort of I'm keeping not, my I, hands I, clean. Let me, I got to pay you a compliment, sir. You know, you have this like distinctive orange hair dye. And so like people are sort of used to it on you. But when you see hair dye on somebody like Mike Lindell or Rudy, they're like, what the hell's going on? I mean, I mean, not even Grecian formula. You know, I don't even know what the hell these guys are. It's like, it seems like they're like, soaking their head in like an inkwell well that's and that's you don't pay people who don't have proper style and proper class yeah. so you know yeah. you know I, I don't you, you've got to represent well for me to pay you otherwise it's a waste of money so we run it again uh well we you know as you know we can't officially say because of the federal election the radical left federal election laws but we are probably definitely thinking about we will with 100% certainty possibly run very strongly in 2024 or another time, but we are running possibly. Anthony, I have a question. You, you worked for the president for 11 days. Um, if he asked you to come on board for 2024, if allegedly you ran again, would you be on board? All right, well, this son of a bitch almost got me divorced. Okay, I ended up on the front page of the New York Post twice. There was a divorce court perp walk. Thank God my wife and I got back together. Then this fat slob was like attacking my wife on Twitter. So, you know, don't, I would don't talk you, about Chris Christie that you know, way. He's I, a good guy. I, I, I would tell you that, you know, the answer is 100% no. But here's one thing I can also tell you, you know, Italians, you know, due to our size and girth, we can survive two, three, four circumcisions, but the one thing we could never survive is a castration, you know? And so I can't ever be anywhere near this guy because my wife's got a machete right outside this office. 
and she'll cut the thing off, you know, but, you know, he never apologizes, right? He didn't apologize to my wife, didn't apologize to me. I raised them millions of dollars. I went out and gave them countless hours. It's a, excuse me. It's actually yeah. pronounced millions. Millions, whatever that you want to say. And, 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 I, and I, I gave them countless hours of media advocacy. And there are two streets named after this fat slob. Uh, that would be dead end and one way. Okay. There's no other streets named after him. And there probably won't be any other streets named after him. Um, but you should check out the djtrumplibrary.com, Mr. President. I think you'll find that we did a pretty good job curating that library for you, particularly the Griff Shop, uh, where there's like lots of memorabilia from your administration in the Griff Shop. I know. I look forward to it. You know, look at him. He's doing work. For, you see, he talks all this tough Italian talk, and he's doing work for me for free. Yeah. He's doing work for free. Who wins? It's called I win. Now, Anthony, I wanted to ask you, in the 11 days with Mr. President, I know Mr. President doesn't has lots of secrets. Do you have any entertaining stories or interactions with the president that maybe never came to surface that you can share with us? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, he, everything that, I mean, I, I mean look, he's probably the most written about person on planet Earth at this point. And since he pissed off everybody in his uh, perimeter, they're all writing nasty things about him. But I'm going to say something nice about him. Uh, there was a moment in the Oval Office. I don't know if Mr. President will remember this, but we were sitting there together. And if you look up on the ceiling of the Oval Office, there's this beautiful plaster Paris uh, seal. It's the president, seal of the President of the United States. And I looked up and I looked over at uh, Mr. Trump, President Trump. I said, hey, we're in the Oval Office. I said, you're sitting behind the Resolute Desk. Were you ever nervous? And uh, I don't know if he'll remember saying this to me, but he did say, you know what? The first day I got behind this desk, I was a little nervous. And then the protocol chief called me and told me that I needed to go meet Theresa May, the prime minister of the UK. And so that was something people wouldn't know about you, actually. There was like a little bit of a uh, human moment there, which I, uh, in a, you know, because I see myself as pretty balanced. I share that with people. It's something people wouldn't know. You know what? I can verify that that's a totally false story. You should. <laughs> Anthony was shaking. He was shaking nervous like a dog. And I said that to make him feel better. I had total confidence and he was shaking. I said, what is the matter, Anthony? Is it cold in here? And he said, sir, I'm a little nervous. And I, I told him I was nervous too, just you know, because nobody ever talks about that. And Anthony's obviously not talking about it now. It's called yeah, right, Mr. empathy. I am Everybody nervous. talks about Sleepy Joe. He's so yeah, nice. No, you're right. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nervous guy. I have a tendency to be very nervous and have a tendency to shy away from a camera and a microphone. And you're right, sir. I am a super nervous guy. Okay. We see, we bring out the truth on the podcast. Good day. Now, I want to ask you, uh, Anthony, I want to hear this quote that Mr. President recently said on Fox Business in an interview when they asked, asked you about the uh, Afghan war and what's going on in Afghanistan. And you're quoted saying this, Mr. President, we should have hit that country years ago, hit them really hard and then let them rot. The, the Trump doctrine. That's called the Trump doctrine, just letting people rot. Fine. Listen, that, I, know, I know I know what he meant by that, because I know the son of a bitch. I know what he's like. I know what he meant by that. You know, he's 
he's trying to, I mean, listen, this guy would have nuked Tehran if, if the Joint Chiefs let him. I mean, he, he has this imbecilic personality that's sociopathic. And so, you know, his, his point. I'm blushing is, right now. You don't you know, really get me to blush. Is, why don't, these, why don't these are incredible bomb compliments. these guys back to the Stone Age. But, you know, he did something that bin Laden would be very proud of. Uh, in, during his administration, he he blew apart, blew to pieces the Treasury Department. And we, we ran $8.9 trillion of deficit spending. And then when he got caught in the COVID-19 crisis, he ran the country right off the rails. Okay, instead of having a couple hundred thousand uh, people dead, which is a tragedy, an unspeakable tragedy. We're going to head towards 750,000. He's got a good 25 to 30% of the country believing this BS about this <laughs> promise of uh, medicine. That's, sorry, that, that's my, my uh, the, he's, channel, he's channeling Mr. Ed because he's taking horse dewormer and shit like that, you know? <laughs> and so, I mean, he's, he's done tremendous damage to the country. I mean, in, in, a, in a weird way, the Trump doctrine is hit the U.S. and hit the people of the U.S. super hard and then let them rot. And then we have to dig ourselves out of this thing. And then we have to convince. I mean, I got smart people around me that won't get themselves vaccinated because they believe the horse shit uh, that's come out of this guy's mouth. And some it's of the actually called ho- it's actually called horse dewormer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Well, before we, we get back into this, I just want to take a quick break, Anthony and Mr. President, uh, for our sponsor this week, the very powerful betonline.ag. It's that time of the year again, everyone. All eyes are now turning to football. That's right. NFL, NCAA football teams are back on the gridiron and starting the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest. Half a million dollars for the president. That's a lot of money. And the world's largest $200,000. I have a lot more than that. Okay, you seem impressed by that. I have a lot more than half a million. I lose half a million in my pockets because i'm so rich so but they also have the largest nfl survivor pool i don't know if you ever played that before you pick a team and they um can't lose throughout when you pick each team every week and the person surviving wins two hundred thousand dollars and it's open now at bet online head to the website use your mobile device and sign up today to receive your hundred percent Welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champions, Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. So bet on that first game of the season. Bucks Cowboys use promo code NFL 100 betonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, Anthony's very kind to come on uh, the show. It seems like, you know, you always do that. You say he's kind. What about me? I'm let, this is my presidential podcast and I'm letting him on. Liz, well, you're, you're kind you're, for doing that, but I speak well, to you every single you, week. I tell excuse, you how kind you are. Excuse, excuse me. I don't yes. even know who you are. I think this is your first week. But you don't say I'm kind. You are kind. I I, I tell you you're okay, kind well, all the time. You know, it'd be nice to not have to tell you to tell me. Okay. But okay. yes, Anthony, Anthony's very kind. We love Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Well, it seems like you guys 
maybe didn't get along that well. I mean, he spent 11 days employed under you. Don't don't, don't tell fake news. We got along. Oh, so you got along. So you were good. Okay. No, no, he's just a malevolent sociopath, but he's a very charming guy. We (laughs) we can get along. I mean, you know, I'm not, you know, come on. We hung out together. He knows how to tell a joke. He doesn't, he can't take a joke. Did you play golf with him? He He can't take a joke because, you know, his vagina is like the size of the Queens Midtown Tunnel. So malevolent sociopath 69 is actually my profile name <laughs> yeah, on yeah, Ashley yeah, Addison. You know, so he's he's a malevolent <laughs> sociopath, but he's actually charming. I mean, you can definitely, you know, drive around on a golf course with him and bullshit with him. You know, he should have never been president, though. He didn't. He was intellectually vacuous. He couldn't read the presidential daily briefing. He couldn't remember the names of the people that were on staff. Uh, he was impetuous and hyperactive. Uh, he responded ridiculously to the last person in the room. And so the way people try to sway him is just wait and see if they could get him at the last minute. I remember um, everybody our adversaries who read him like a fucking book. Excuse I mean, me. They read him like a Dick and Jane book, our adversaries. Excuse they me. played him like Excuse a fucking Stradivarius. This is, un- you know? this is, you know what? This is, that's a lie. I remember everybody who worked for me and I resent that, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo worked for you. You were probably touching him, though, knowing you, probably hugging him a little bit. Oh, it's called Italian culture. <laughs> Anthony, have that's, you ever, did you ever play golf with the president? One, one of my defenses, no, by the I, way. I don't play golf, but I, I have been with him in uh, those social settings, you know, those social situations, sure. You know, Sidney Powell is also going to be defending me on some of these very fake sexual assault charges. And we're having people look up if I'm at all. They say I'm 0.03% Italian. So we're going to play the Italian defense. We're going to use the Cuomo defense and say right. anything I mean, that went on. They work, like cult- they, culture. they work for you. Let me tell you, man, you are the least Italian person. You're probably the whitest person I've ever met in my life. I mean, you are like fucking Wonder Bread white. I mean, you can, you, you know, on your ass, it, there's a barcode and then there's the 12 essential vitamins. I mean, I've never met a person whiter than you. But no, I don't think you got any Italian. In I thank, thank you God for that. I mean, you that's know, a very we, great we, compliment. We, we I, be a disgrace to our race. The great, the, the great white wonder bread hope. That's a yeah, unbelievable whiteness coming out of you. But what is it with the whole white supremacy thing and like the hatred of dark and colored people, though? I don't get that. I mean, what's the big no, deal? I, you know, as I, I like anybody who's nice to me, even if an African-American walks up to me, if he calls me sir and says a nice thing. Uh, I won't call the cops on him, you know, very, very respectful. Even a Latino, if I see a Latino uh, show up and, you know, delivers me my food and it's the whole order isn't there. If he says, sir, I won't I won't report him to ICE. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you had a lot of these people working for I mean, like when you we had these people working for you that were like they didn't have green cards and they were like unauthorized uh, immigrants. What, what you paid them in cash? I mean, what'd you do? You, 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 I, I know I pay, I paid them in IOUs, and it would say, I owe you a call to immigration services if you don't do your job. So, we had a very, a very strong working relationship. <laughs> now, Mr. President, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Um, as you call him, Sleepy Joe, he put the partial blame on you about. Uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal and partially blamed you for this. What are your thoughts on this? You can ask 
many of the women I've been with, I never withdraw. <laughs> I stay till the end. Very tough. Uh, so, no, I think what Sleepy Joe did was a total disgrace. A very pathetic, sleepy disgrace. I really think that. I think it was a sleepy disgrace. So when you, when you let the 5,000 prisoners out of the prisons last year and you sent... Was, excuse uh, me, it was called prison reform. Remember, criminal justice reform. We were very, yeah, we got yeah, very so good I, ratings. I, and, then, and then when you were bragging on the campaign trail that you set in motion a withdrawal, uh, uh, a premature withdrawal. It's not, the si- it's not the size of the tank. It's the motion in the ocean. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, you've, you've got to be telling yourself that for your whole life. I don't know. But, 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 you know, just asking the question. So you you, you let a, you let the five thousand guys out. You said you had a good relationship with the Taliban. You wanted to meet with them on nine eleven. You always bragged about how strong your relationship was with the Taliban leaders. But then you were on the campaign stump as recently as a week before the election, telling people, "Well, you're not going to lose to Joe Biden." By the way, you did say another lie. You said, "If I lose to this son of a bitch, you're never going to see or hear from me again." And all we do is see and hear from you, even even though we've blowing you to pieces on social media. We still got to see and hear from you. But but I guess my question is, you said a week before the election, hey, you know, he can't stop the withdrawal. That withdrawal is happening one way or another, no matter who's the next president. Now you're lighting the guys, lighting them up. So what what is that all about? Is that just the hypocrisy of politics? I would have withdrawn in a non-sleepy way, Okay. Sleepy Joe did it in the sleep. You can't withdraw from a country when you're sleepy. You got to have a cup of coffee. You got to be well rested. You can't be some old sleepy guy. And the way he did it, the Taliban, they called me, by the way, the Taliban. They called me and they said, sir. And you got to like that. The Taliban still calls me, sir. And they (laughs) said, sir, we respect you so much more than this sleepy guy. He's not even awake. He's not even awake. And I said, you know what? If I were president, this would have been very different, but I'm not because we have a fake news. Unlike the Taliban, who is, let me tell you something. You know, we complain about the woke, the woke culture is sort of getting out of control. The Taliban, very not woke. They're very anti-woke. They want to bring it back to like the 700s when (laughs) things were not woke at all. And I respect that. But no, I just, Sleepy Joe, we handed it to him on a silver platter and he spilled his insure or his Gerber baby food all over it because he was sleepy. And now we have a sleepy Joe disaster in but Kazakhstan. I, thought, man, I mean, listen, it didn't, it didn't go well. I mean, I'm not, who's kidding who? I mean, it, it was a very sloppy withdrawal. We all know that. But aren't you glad we're out of there? Because you, you told me five years ago that it was the stupidest war and it was an interminable war. You know, and then, you know, the other thing you did, I mean, General Kelly basically told everybody what you said about the troops, how you, you, you couldn't believe that they were losers to the extent that they were willing to give up their lives for our country. I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, what I find amazing about you is that you cloak yourself in all this false patriotism and you use the flag. Excuse me. I don't even see you. I don't even see you hugging a flag. You're not even hugging a flag right now. I hug so many flags, you wouldn't believe it. I, I, I know. I mean, you, you know, it's one of the reasons why people don't hug flags because they have this like in, in a permanent v- vision of you hugging them. But I guess what I'm saying to you is that like, 
what is it? Is it just self-serving, self-interested nonsense cloaked as patriotism? Or what? what is really going on? And what's the deal with the whole Russian thing exactly? I mean, you know, I, I know that they fed you a line of bullshit and you espoused it on their behalf. And then you, and then you foment the stupid insurrection. I mean, you're basically the biggest domestic terrorist peaceful, in the United States. Peaceful protest. You know, the tourism. Yeah, no, it was, it was grandma's protest. taking selfies in the Capitol. No, I know all that, but, <laughs> but I mean, you're basically the biggest domestic terrorist since Timothy McVeigh. You incited an insurrection. Who was never even president, by the way. You've acted as a traitor to all of the U.S. Excuse me, I'm a lot better than Timothy McVeigh. He was never president, and I don't think he was very wealthy. (laughs) He caused a lot of death and destruction. I mean, you you really, you are the king of death. I mean, God only knows how how tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. You know, I used to call myself the king of debt, and now I can thanks to you. Great. This is why we had him in communications. I am now... The King of Death. Yes. That is the, no, my new title. New absolutely book, no question. New about book that. coming out, by the way. King of Death be, by Donald J. You know, Trump. It's going to be, I'll be long gone. You know, Trump will probably live to, to see this because fat slobs like him, they stay alive forever. There's just too much piss. Please and stop talking about Chris Christie that way. But, 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 you know, I'm just going to say this. It's going to be 2071. It'll be 50 years after this nightmare. Uh, that he created and people could be looking back scratching and saying, well, what the hell happened to the United States that they let this ingrate that they bought so many people bought into this guy. And by the way, myself included, I was there helping the guy in the beginning, you know, I was like, all right, he, he's going to help the middle class. He's going to help the lower middle class, but he didn't do any of that stuff. You know, he pumped the rich with tax cuts, blew up the deficit, uh, corrupted the relationship with North Korea to the point where they totally played and took advantage of him, was a puppet for Vladimir Putin. And then he was the king of death and unleashed a disturbingly unscientific protocol, uh, which so was literally what, a disavowal of public health and safety what you're saying against the is people of the United States. What you're saying basically is Donald J. Trump even better than Game of Thrones. So thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. We did a strong job. What about uh, tech stuff? Do we have, uh, I know, you know, I see him with his Bitcoin book. Yeah. Yes. I I wanted to get into Bitcoin. I also, I want to ask Anthony one quick question. I know you're broke. Okay. And I know that uh, this could be uh, part of your future. See, and it's orange like you, probably the only thing you have in common with it, but, but I bought this for you. You know, we'll send it, we'll send it your way. Have somebody read it to you. I know you can't read. So just have somebody read it to you very slowly. Or just, you know, do what you did in the White House is, you know, listen and buy a little bit of it for yourself. I wanted to ask you one question before you get into Bitcoin. Have you have you ever uh, met Ivanka, Anthony? The president's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah, of course. So is she is she stunning up. up right. Because Mr. President always talks fondly of her. I've never seen her up close only through pictures. And he talks that she is the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, can you vouch for that? And she's a very, very pretty well, girl. I think, I think, I think president Trump knows this about me. I have never once said anything about her in a negative way or Jared Kushner or the children or Mrs. Trump. You know, this bozo was attacking my wife on Twitter with the presidential Twitter feed uh, but I never once went after any of them. I mean, I think I called him the fattest president since William Howard Taft. It got me knocked off Twitter for 12 hours. But 
But, you know, listen, I like Ivanka. That's called power tech stuff. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. I mean, like, you can't fat shame the guy. He can blast you from the presidential seat. He's sending out messages that are like one and a half times the Super Bowl audience. And you can't you can't fight back because of the rules. But that's fine. But, you know, I, I liked her. Um, I'm not going to comment on her looks because I'm, you know, she's obviously an attractive woman and she's very smart and very capable. Um, and I liked her and uh, I never said a bad thing about her, but I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed this. They never said a bad thing about me. They were appalled at his stupidity and his behavior. I mean, uh, and they knew my wife personally. And so for this buffoon to be attacking my wife on the presidential Twitter feed, his children were appalled by it. Uh, and so, look, I mean, you know, look, it is what it is. We go forward. Uh, the good news is he's no longer president. That's probably saved hundreds of thousands of lives in the country. Uh, God only knows what he would have done in Afghanistan. If he did anything like what he did in North Korea, it would have been an even worse display of atrocity and incompetence than the one we just saw. Uh, but, you know, look, the good news is we got him out of office. We're saving people's lives. We have a chance to save our democracy. It's under threat as a result of people like him and Death Santis. I mean, it's another buffoon. Um, you great know, governor, um, great governor uh, of Florida. Buffoon. You know, the good news is that Trump is going to kneecap this son of a bitch before he rises. Well, I don't of, like you calling him Death Santis because that's you know, too confusing with my new brand of King of Death. Yeah, exactly. So he yeah, needs he, a new nickname. He is, he is another death machine. But, but you know, the good news is Trump will kneecap the son of a bitch before he gets any more powerful. And it's just you see that the, tech stuff? You see, Anthony, jealousy. even though he's yeah. saying mean things, he's admitting that I'm very strong and that I'll kneecap Iran. Yeah. Now, Ivanka, I can tell you, Jay, I can tell you, he doesn't know what Ivanka said. When I when I when I fired Anthony, she came into my room and said, Daddy, and I said, I love it when you call me daddy. And she said that was so sexy, the way you were so strong with Anthony. <laughs> and I said, Thank you very much, darling. I love it when you call your dad sexy. It's very fatherly, daughterly. So thank you for that. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, Trust me, I'm smart enough to know that Jared and Ivanka wanted me out of there, uh, and that's fine. But uh, they never said anything bad about me publicly, which I respect. So I kept the gag order in place. But all right, well, look, man, you're doing great. You're raising tons of money from these rubes. You're the con artist of the So it's time for me to get into crypto. We're thinking about starting a Trump coin. Yeah. What's the the difference, Anthony, between Bitcoin and crypto? Is there a major difference between the two? Oh, well, I mean, listen, I mean, there are terms inside the uh, digital asset space. You know, Bitcoin is the original concept created by Satoshi Nakamoto. Uh, basically, to him or a group of people known as Satoshi Nakamoto, they created an open source cryptographic currency. And so what is that? That's basically a code, right? A cryptograph. And they put it up on the internet and they explained the methodology of it and the mathematical properties associated with it. And they basically said, listen, Um, All money really is, is a ledger between people. It's a ledger that marks down the transactions that we do rather than bartering with each other. We use money as an instrument, a technology to transact and exchange goods and services. And so what if I can create this mathematically pure ledger and because of the scarcity of it, limiting it to a small amount of coins, 21 million of them, there's now a stability to that. Uh, the Federal Reserve can't corrupt it. The uh, policymakers can't corrupt it. It sits out there as a standard of a potential store of value or currency. And so 
he unleashed this phenomenon in 2009. He wrote a white paper about it. I would encourage everybody to read that paper. It's well, I like it, that. I like the sound of white paper. Yeah, yeah no, you, I'm sure you do. It's an ultra white paper. And so it's very simple and it's very, very uh, easy to understand. And it caught on. You have 130 million users at the beginning of the year. We're up to 180 right now. We'll likely be at four times that. Uh, in the next three or four years, I, I could see Bitcoin having a billion plus users at the end of 2025. And uh, it's here to stay. It's going to be part of the forward financial infrastructure. But when you say Bitcoin, that's the first original cryptographic currency. When you say crypto, I think that means the whole industry. There are other coins. There's a coin called Ethereum, which is probably the number two coin, the lar second largest market capped coin. There are coins like Solana and Algorand. These are coins that are technologically perhaps more advanced. They may even be more efficient than those two coins. Were you, I'm curious, did you forget to email me to see if I wanted to invest in Bitcoin? Because it seems like you must have forgotten to- I did, I did forget, sir, because I know you don't have any money. You know, I know that. And I know that you're guarding the $300 million that you just raised. It's like the most money you probably ever had in your life. And so, you know- I, I look, I, you know, you are, I mean, there are like tight asses, like a frog is like watertight. I'm just sort of you know, like so tight, but there's very few people as tight as you, you know, I know you got small hands, but you've also got these really short, like T-Rex arms. I mean, you, I, you've never dig, dug into your pocket for anybody or anything. So I would never ask you to invest money with me. I you know see that? You, you see that tech stuff? He said, I'm tight because I stay in shape. And he, and he compared you to a, a, a one of the most powerful dinosaurs ever, a T-Rex. I mean, no one messed with a T-Rex. Yeah, no, right. exactly. Especially those hands. Trump Rex. Especially the reach. Especially <laughs> the, the reach of the, especially the reach of the T-Rex and the little tiny hands and stuff. Now, the one thing I know from crypto is I hear people talking a lot of that intrigued me is people talking about blockchains. And I thought that sounds interesting. Blockchain. Is that a thing we're doing? Isn't it chain link? Isn't that what it's called? Or is that something else? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's called the blockchain, but I mean, he's trying to get black in there because he hates the blacks. I don't yeah, know. Well, of course. Well, however you want to pronounce oh, it. You know, I have, I, mean, I have wives from Europe I, you who know, say you, block. I mean, the whole David you know, Duke thing. Black. I mean, you embarrassed a lot of us back then. You know, we were like, what the hell is this guy doing now? You know, but then, you you know, truth of the matter was, you know, you were segregating back in the 70s with your pops and, you know. You've been the great Fred to, Trump. You watch the whole time. So you watch yourself. The great Fred Trump is a legend on this podcast. He is. So <laughs> be careful. I agree with you on that. He is extremely well liked, um, and everybody that knew him liked him. Um, but I don't think you guys like blacks. I mean, I just no. There's no question about that. I mean, you just you know, you got upset about it. I don't. I don't get it. it could could be this? Don't look at me. Yeah, could, that could be the whole uh, genesis of that insecurity. The mushroom cloud. Yeah. Very famous. <laughs> the, the, mushroom, the mushroom. Anthony, the Mr. Mushroom President micron. allegedly has billions of dollars. Mushroom micron. Look at him. I have hey, billions. That? I have billions of dollars. And yeah, if you he does. Were, I, I accept if that. If you were smart billions, about Bitcoin, he has billions of dollars in Zimbabwe. <laughs> That's what what would you encourage billions. him to invest in, uh, in for, uh, for crypto? Well, listen, I would tell him, first off, we've got to. You know, I mean, the good news is he's a, for him, he's a former sitting president. It's very hard to put a guy like that in jail. I mean, the burden to prove has got to be astronomical. And he knows a lot of his crimes uh, are ridiculous and they're absurd in terms of the height of their illegality. But uh, he's a wise enough guy never to use email. 
right? So it's a very hard time locking this guy down. You know, the thing he did with his uh, accountant, all the tax fraud, it's going to be very hard to nail this guy because you don't have a smoking gun anywhere. Uh, he's never used email. But no, I do, I do I, love the Second Amendment, but I don't like smoking guns. Yeah, but I will, I, but I will say this to you, man. If I were him, the money I would be putting, I, I, I get a much better lawyer than Sidney Powell. You know, the problem is a lot of lawyers I want to work from because it's like reputation game over. But I would, I would say, hey, man, you got to get some severe firepower in that legal team because, you know, they're coming for you. They're coming for the Trump organization. They're coming for the kids. And uh, you're likely not going to go to jail because you're a former sitting president, but they're going to do some heavy damage to you. You better get some really good legal defense. Well, then I need to invest in Bitcoin. There it is. I'm yeah, investing in Bitcoin. Yeah, but not with us. Buy it on you, your own. You wish I would invest. Excuse me. You wish I would invest with you. Not, though. Not. Very strongly <laughs> do. So you have to go out on your own, Mr. President, to invest in. Okay, we're going to start, we're gonna start Trump going anyway. I'll tell you what, I, I will return the favor to you. If you come back up to New York and you want to work for Skybridge for 11 days, I will return that favor for you. I may <laughs> even let you have his press conference too, okay? I'll throw a friend. I'll, I'll tell you what, you can work for me for 11 days and we'll throw a press conference in there for free. Uh, that was one that's of the a good better deal. moments for me though. I got to tell you that, Mr. President. Thank you for that. You let me talk in front of the press that day. That was fun for me. That's enticing. I might yeah. imagine what I could do though. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know you were impressed because I was talking in complete sentences. You had Liar Spice up there. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. Remember that oversized suit and shit? And he was just like lying through his teeth. And you were like looking at him like he was a horror show, you know? Well, and I you know had the woman. She's running for governor now. What's her name again? She's Huck. Uh, Big Huck. Sarah yeah, yeah. Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, she, yeah, I liked her, though. You know, she's not a bad person, but she just got manipulated by you. But she's now buying into that stuff. So it's a little unsavory. But she wrote in her book that... Uh, I, I, you know, I came out of the White House bathroom and I looked over at her and I winked. I said, you know, I just got something on my bucket list. When I was 11, I always wanted to take a dump in the White House. She had to put that in her book. Uh, you know, thank God the fucking book probably sold four books. You know what I mean? But that is a true story. You know, I fucking walked over to her. She said, why are you smiling? I said, well, I got fucking wings on my my ankles right now. I just took a fucking monstrous number two. <laughs> the white house fucking you know lavatory i was feeling pretty good about myself at that moment she and was not- horrified but but she wrote it in her book she put it down in her book it's now part of the historical record well i can tell you what i did in my last day in the white house i left an upper decker for sleepy joe yeah, i'm sure of that i'm sure of that i'm sure they're still working i'm sure they're still working on the fucking febreze in that room <laughs> well you might be right tech stuff Anthony, thank you so much for, for joining us on the episode. Uh, I got got a lot of respect for you, Mr. President. Anytime you invite me on, I will come on and hang out with you. Uh, And I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity tonight to ask these questions that I've always been last two years. I haven't seen a long time. I'm dying to get these questions off my chest. I appreciate you giving me that opportunity. You were, you were begging to come on like a dog, like a dog. and, And we, we let it, it happen because I had knee pads on my elbows. Jay, I had knee pads on my elbows. <laughs> this thing. Anthony, do you have anything to promote? Um, go for it. Well, I'm going to invite the president on my podcast. You know, I have Booch FM. Uh, it's uh, it drops every Friday. We've got uh, I don't know, probably half a million downloads now. We got it started a few months ago, uh, and so it's building a nice traffic. It's a lot of uh, 
things going on in the world, uh, authors, po politicians, policymakers. It's an eclectic mix of people and it's a lot of fun. So it's at MoochFM on Twitter and it's available where all podcasts are dropped, including yours. And I wish you guys nothing but success, as you know. Thank, Thank you, you much. so much. Let's, let's make you great again, sir. We'll make you great as a stand-up comedian. All right. That's my goal. Well, thank you very much. That's where you would have made the most money, too, by the way. We're gonna get we're gonna get back to the clubs, <laughs> I think. We're gonna start touring a lot of our great patriotic states and doing strong stand-up. Also, just want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. And uh, if you like this and want more, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We have special guests, movie reviews every month, a live episode with a Q&A with the president, bonus episodes and more. Check that out. It's patreon.com slash MPGA. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a rating and review. Um, Mr. President, do we have T-shirts yet? They are coming. They have just the final uh, design um, has been approved and um, they should be up uh, hopefully by the end of this week or early next week. I'm waiting for the word. Excellent. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. We thank the great Anthony Scaramucci for joining us. Hello, everybody. It's JL. Thank you, uh, Anthony, for being here. Thank you, Jay, as always. Thank you, listeners, supporters. Um, if you like this episode, by all means, uh, share it, give it to, send it to a friend, let them enjoy it and become fans as well. And check out, uh, is it Mooch FM? Mooch FM. Mooch FM. Nice FM. And what is the Good website man. again? If people want an additional, yeah, it's, it's just Mooch.FM. So www.mooch.fm. Mooch.fm. And the, the other website, the Trump library. Oh, that's the best. It's, it's uh, DJ Trump, Trump library. Library. Perfect. So go check it out, everybody, and God help us all.